Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Baddies Mean Business Podcast. The podcast meant to inspire you to live a beyond average life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, baddies. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. We hope that for all the students, you guys are making it through midterms, period. For all the people who are working, we hope that you guys are not too stressed out. And for those who are raising families, who are parents, we hope that you guys are still fitting in a little bit of fun. Which leads us right into our topic for today. Is it possible to work hard and have fun at the same time? Yeah, and we will break that down real quick. But first, we're going to recap on our weeks. This last weekend, I went home and I spent time with my family. I got to see my brother go to his senior homecoming, which is extremely special because I haven't been able to see something like that since his freshman year and my freshman year. So it's really special every time we get to go home and celebrate those things with our family, obviously because we live out here in San Diego. I also went home for the weekend and was able to surprise my entire family for not only my brother's senior homecoming, but my sister's freshman homecoming. And it was so awesome. They were so surprised. Very last minute, but I'm so grateful that I was able to go home and spend some time with them because I've been away for already a month and a half. It was great, a perfect in-between time in my time here in San Diego to go home and visit my family. Time is actually, like, it's absolutely flying by. Like, we're already probably in, like, I think it's, like, week six or seven of the semester. There's only 16 weeks in the semester. Um, I can't even keep up with anything. This last week was a crazy work week, obviously, like I always is. Um, we had a special seed fund dinner with special speaker Robert Schulte. That went incredible for me at my workplace. And right after that, I literally the next morning flew out to go back home to Yakima. The lead up process to traveling is always so stressful. It's been just a very eventful week. And, and let me tell you guys, when so me and Kenzie had the privilege of traveling back together this last time, um, back to San Diego. And our flight was delayed twice and for over an hour. And our flights were so close together that we had to book it off of our first plane from Yakima into the, fly, into the plane for San Diego. Like genuinely running through the SeaTac airport. Like, we had literally five minutes to spare before they closed the gate. Now, I think that they pre-told them ahead of time that there was going to be a handful of people on that flight that were going to be a few minutes late. But still, we were so scared. We literally were leaving at 8.20 and we got to the boarding section at like 8.10. It was insane. And for that flight attendant, Summer, who gave the man ahead of us $10,000 mileage comp, I want that too. And you know that Alaska Airlines, I will be giving you guys a phone call later today. I'm really excited for us to get into this topic today. But without further ado. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Let's get into this topic. <laughs> We're all only up from here. And so, like we said, is it possible for you to be working hard and also have fun? I feel like the short answer is yes. However, we're going to dive in today to let you know what we think and what we have kind of learned from outside perspective. Um, As for me, we're going to go ahead and break down my our schedules because I feel like, honestly, obviously those who tend to be busier or are getting busier, schedules are the most important thing you can keep. Um, so we'll, get, we'll both go ahead and break that down. Ken, do you want to start? Yeah, totally. So on most days, I try to follow this schedule, but every day is different. Sometimes I don't have the luxury of planning out my day accordingly like this, but on a typical work slash school day, I will try my best to wake up before 9 a.m. I am a little bit more fortunate than Riley that I get to kind of 
wake up whenever I want to, even though I still try to do it early, just because I don't have to physically attend school. And I also don't have to report to any classes because all of them are online. Yeah, so that makes it super easy for me to kind of plan my day accordingly to how I want to schedule when I work on my work stuff and when I work on schoolwork. Um, but I typically, like I said, like to wake up before 9 a.m. And I also like to work out in the morning. Um, I'm definitely not the kind of person that can work out at night. Never have been. I feel like it just like is the last thing that I want to do at the end of my evening. So I always try to shoot for it in the morning. So after I work out, I get ready and that's when I'll plan out my day and make a to-do list of all the things that I need to get done for school or work. I am currently enrolled into four classes, but two of them actually don't start until the end of October. So it's allowed me in this time to be focusing on the podcast, focusing on my social media agency and all that good stuff. So I don't have a ton of schoolwork that I have to do at the moment just because my marketing classes and my heavy classes start at the end of the semester. And I really, really hustled this last summer and I did my internship and all that stuff so that I could have an easy schedule this semester while I was in San Diego because I wanted to make the most of it, have the most time to work on personal projects and also just enjoy living in a beautiful place like this. So in terms of like work and school, it's kind of just depending on what I want to prioritize that day. And so I really try to do at least one big chunk of something throughout the day. But most of the time, I'm either editing the podcast or I am working on my website for my business or I'm creating content, all that good stuff. That kind of is what I do for the work aspect. And then for school, I'm just doing assignments. One of my classes is super awesome. I've been able to work with companies. And so that's giving me tools and resources to continue utilizing my skills. And that makes me really motivated to do my own business. So it's been great. I really like the fact that things have been easier for me this semester. And unlike Riley, I feel like I barely do anything, even though I know I hustled so much this last summer to be able to be more flexible this semester. And so I'm proud of myself for that. But yeah. Breaking into mine. So today actually was one of the very rare days, but special days that I got to go to the gym. So I had the energy to go to the gym. I was on a proper sleeping schedule. So I went to the gym this morning at 6 a.m. And I'll kind of give you a general sense of what my days look like, because honestly, for me, opposed to what Kenzie's are, mine are pretty consistent for the most part, besides general meetings, but I'll go ahead and get into that. So just to set the scene, I am in school. I work a job as a project coordinator. I'm a volunteer for the football team. And so I'll go ahead and film for them usually every day or used to be for every day. But now I only do it on Tuesdays. Thank goodness. So now I have more time. But I'll go ahead and break it down. So 6 to 7.30 a.m. Around then is when I go to the gym. I get back home. I shower. I eat. I grab coffee. And then I head straight to work, which is on campus. It's at the Lavin Entrepreneurship Center. I work as a project coordinator. And that's from 8.30 to around 12.30 on usual days. And during that time, I am in charge of several different programs and projects. So, for example, this morning I had a educators conference planning meeting for sponsors for those who don't know what that is we as a center we bring in some of the nation's most prominent um or just general or entrepreneurship educators and so that's a very special event that we host next semester so we've got we already start planning for that now and so i'll be doing that on mondays i have staff meetings so i had um today's monday and we had one this morning and then i'll do that until about 12 30 and after that 
Most days I usually go to football. Today I will not, so I will go to the library instead and study and do homework and catch up on work. And I'll be doing that until around 6.30 p.m. I have evening classes, so I try to stay on campus most of the day, which is really honestly nice. And so I kind of prepare for that by bringing food, coffee, whatever I may need, a coat. And then around 7 o'clock to 9.40 p.m. is when I actually go to classes. That's from like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is when I typically have my evening classes. And then after my class, you think I'm done? No, I'm not. I go back to the library and I do homework again and catch up on whatever I need, especially with when it comes to work. Sometimes I'll just work on some extra projects. But that's my real time period where I could just sit down and focus on schoolwork. So my days run anywhere from 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. all the way down into sometimes 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night. Let's that, be real. It's like it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, that's me being conservative. But yeah, I would not recommend this schedule for everyone, but that's typically what I'm doing right now. So this kind of is what inspired this entire topic of can you work hard and have fun at the same time? Because this isn't a schedule that I've always had. This is the schedule that is working for me right now because I understand it's senior year and we just need to prioritize in, you know, setting ourselves up for our career after we graduate. So no, would I recommend this type of like literally like minute by minute (laughs) busy schedule? No. Again, you've heard it all before. It's important for you to just understand that just because someone is a certain level busy compared to how your level of busy is, it doesn't really matter. It's just one person has a different sense of what they want to do. That's all it is. And for me, like, yeah, I'm busy all day. I am working 14 hour days, but it's because I understand it's temporary. It's things that I enjoy to do, enjoy doing. And it's things that I know will benefit me. So in my eyes, it honestly isn't the biggest bother unless it's like to a point where it's like, Oh shoot, like classes are getting harder. Of course I have those weeks. Like we all have those weeks. But because things are so busy, for me, like implementing fun into my schedule is super important. And honestly, week by week basis, what my idea of fun is, is different. Like sometimes I want to go out and go to a club with my friends. We live in San Diego. The nightlife is incredible. Sometimes I want to go get brunch with my friends or go get mimosas or just go sit on the beach and play volleyball like with my cousin, like or go sit at home and watch Squid Game. Like (laughs) it looks different every week. But it's just because whatever time I have left in my schedule, which sometimes it's like at nine o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night, I'll still figure out like, okay, what do I feel like doing that night? But it's because like, I know I'm young and we're young and we, that's just something that I've made a priority. Like life is meant to be experienced. Life is meant to be fun. It's not going to be comfortable all the time. I know that, but I would rather be tired, busy and slightly overworked than, you know, saying, oh, I'm too tired to go enjoy life. Because I know I'm going to regret that when I'm older. And that's why I say that, yes, I think you can work hard and have fun, but you have to be very smart about it and you have to really build really healthy habits. Yeah, and I also feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with the whole taking care of yourself too. Like, it's really important to be selfish with your time and make sure that whatever time that you do have, that you're putting it into something that makes you happy. Because if you had a really hard day at work or school is just like super, super tough that week, I feel like it's super easy for us to take whatever time that we have and just kind of sit in sorrow instead of utilizing that time to go make that day better. And also going off of what Riley said, I think that everybody has a different idea of what their fun looks like when they're having a hard week or whatever the case may be. So for instance, like I really try to prioritize or lately have been 
going and finding something new. And that's something that Riley actually has encouraged me to do because San Diego is huge and it's hard to see everything, but I want to try to see as much as I possibly can. So like, for instance, last week I went to the beach and kind of got a change of scenery and spark like a different level of motivation in my work and just kind of be with myself. So I feel like there's all sorts of different ways to actively go have fun, even on hard days. I remember, so like what Kenzie is saying is like, yeah, there's so much to explore in San Diego. And so back during the pandemic, I was just here solely with my friend Ryan and we had so much time because we were on online classes. Yes, we were taking seven classes because it was much easier of a workload online. But since we had so much time on our hands, the last year was the perfect year where we really went out and we went and explored different parts of San Diego. Like I had never been to Old Town before, before last year, like we found candle making, we went to Kwaipei Peak, which we went there, like we arrived right before the sunset because we got lost. That's a whole nother story. But like just those little adventurous things where we like, we ran up the mountain for like the last 20 minutes before the sunset, just to catch the sunset. Like those simple things are honestly what I consider fun. But I also realized back then during the pandemic, I knew consciously that that was a time period where this is where we're really relaxed. We need to take advantage of this because next year I know for a fact, it's going to be insane. It's going to be extremely busy. So I feel like being conscious of like when you know you're going to have more time taking advantage of those times because when you get into the busy seasons, you're not going to have as much fun as you had, but it's not because you're not prioritizing it. It's just because you need, you have. I feel like it's because you're not prioritizing it because you're worried about getting in all the other stuff that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's like, it's not that you, it's not a priority anymore. It's just like your energy has shifted where you have consciously made fun of priority for this time period and then consciously put working and grinding as a priority for a different time period. So the main basis of what we're talking about is that doing things that are uncomfortable is not freaking easy. Developing yourself is not easy. It's not a pretty process at all, but it takes small steps like what we have named already to do it. Exactly. And I feel like in this time, I feel like this is a really cool area where you see Riley and I's different perspectives because I feel like Riley's already lived a chunk of this out of comfort zone environment because she's been placed into a and I'm not done like for one like I've done a lot but I'm not even close to being done like so I don't want you guys thinking like oh she's got her shit figured out no that's not at all what we're portraying but we are still in different like levels of what we consider our own personal development so that's what Kenzie's speaking on exactly and Riley was fortunate to go move to a big city completely out of her home state and literally she was thrown into it whereas I kind of stayed in more of the comfort setting of like going to a community college and then switching over to university level but then as soon as that happened I was unable to go and attend classes in person and have that level of experience so moving here has really been an area where I faced this level of discomfort because this step is not easy it is so hard and one thing that Riley really pushed me to prioritize that she found I just remember one day we were having a conversation and we were kind of talking about when I'm moving to San Diego and kind of what I'm looking to change or areas that I'm looking to grow in. And one topic that came up was Riley telling me how uncomfortable I'm going to be and how I'm going to hate it and how it's going to be the biggest thing that's going to change my life. And so I remember specifically, I have, I've had that in the back of my head and there have been multiple occasions when I've been here already, that have been horrible <laughs> because yeah, tell us. Living room. Tell us about the living room. literally. 
So I, I never found myself a very anxious person up until like about like a couple years ago. And I honestly think it's because I got so comfortable being at home, doing my homework and my work from there. I wasn't really like following a new routine and getting into different habits. And so I remember a couple of instances that I'm going to share right now is where I've like been really anxious and big setting. So I was so excited. One day I was going to go to a cafe called the living room here in San Diego. Nothing against it. Love it. It's so cute. But I was so excited to go sit in there and like do some homework and have a new space and environment. But I got there and I immediately was like sworn with anxiety because there were so many people that were like nowhere to sit. It was extremely hot outside. So when I went outside, my computer started overheating. I was just like really defeated in the fact that like I went and anticipated going and being super motivated in a new space, like I just said, and it was really hard that it just like didn't go my way. I like later realized that that was a big learning curve for me that, yeah, it's going to be freaking uncomfortable, but sometimes I don't just have to go to a coffee shop. Like that doesn't have to be my fuel to get a different environment. Instead of going to an environment where there's a lot of people that tend to make me a little bit more anxious. I decided to instead go to the beach and be in an environment where like there wasn't a lot of people. I was surrounded by nature and I really, really enjoyed it. And so I think it's important to like try things out and then also discover what you don't like and what settings you are not comfortable with. And so with all that being said, I feel like it's important to obviously go out of your comfort zone and go to new locations, but not every location is going to be a hundred percent match. Riley really likes to go to a cafe and sit and do her work. But for me, that's not a really beneficial space for me because I am so distracted with things around me. And so I think that finding a location that still encourages me to go out of my comfort zone, but it, and it's still a little bit different, but it's a level of comfort that allows me to concentrate on work and school or whatever the case may be, I think is important. I, what I love about this story is that in the beginning of the semester, I looked at my schedule and I told Kenzie before she was moving here that there was a chance that I was going to be insanely busy during the week and we may not be able to do as many things together as we had planned. And so, but what I love about it is that it, for me and my own personal development, I think the best thing that I did for myself was I spent like an entire summer basically alone the entire day. And that was back when I did door-to-door sales in Nashville my freshman year. And I'll talk about the story again when it comes to our next section of this topic. But being alone and being within your own self and your own thoughts is like the best way to completely understand your flaws, what really is vulnerable about yourself and things that you just never see when you're around other people. And this is the perfect opportunity that Kenzie is getting to do by doing these things alone in a brand new city. It's so powerful because it's forcing her to be just stuck within her own thoughts and it's going to make her uncomfortable. It makes any of us uncomfortable to really realize that as amazing as we thought we were, we actually do have a lot of flaws. Exactly. And I remember when Riley was telling me that how bummed I was that I wasn't going to have her to like go with me to explore places because she's my best friend. And of course I want her to be there to explore the city that I haven't explored outside of vacationing here. But with that said, it allowed me to take a different perspective on it and realize that, hey, maybe that alone time without Riley is going to be really beneficial because I don't need my best friend to walk me around and show me all these places. She can encourage me to like go to places that she enjoys, which is why I was recommended the living room, but again, didn't work for me and that's okay. And maybe it would again, but I think it's really important that like I was, 
I think in hindsight, it was really important that Riley was so busy that it allowed me to do that because I think I would have stayed comfortable. And of course, she never would say, hey, Ken's go do something on your own. She would want me to be there with everything she maybe was Maybe I would have. I don't know. We well, never maybe know. she would have. But <laughs> I also feel like she is really grateful for this time, too, that I've been here because we haven't lived together since or like lived in the same city since we were. 18. Like 18, yeah. And so we really wanted to take advantage of being able to do as much as we could together when in reality, it was almost a blessing in disguise that we I aren't. Was literally thinking that, those words, blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. It was the best. I honestly think that everything happens as it should. And these were one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Really, really value your, your guides' alone time. Be within your own thoughts. Don't be scared. Like, if it's uncomfortable, it means that you're doing something right. Be vulnerable. It sucks. It sucks to grow yourself as a person. It sucks to really realize that you have things that just like you need to fix. But once you get there and once you realize that, it's just one step closer to getting to where you want to be. Exactly. And I feel like it's hard to understand that you need that until you're faced with it. Because for me, I was like, yeah, I don't need to be by myself and alone. Like I knew that this space would allow me to be in my own thoughts and be more comfortable in myself. But I didn't think that it would be so hard for me to force myself out of my comfort zone because I've always been a really like extroverted person that likes to go do new things but I really understood that I like to do things with other people and I don't spend enough time by myself and so I was literally forced into doing that and I think that's been the most beneficial thing for me so far and it's allowed me to cross so many things off my little checklist of what I want to accomplish in this three-month period everyone stop what you're doing here we're going to have another organic homemade commercial break you guys want to know a brand new book that we really would like to recommend and it perfectly implements exactly what we're talking about on this topic and that is power of habit by charles duhigg i have seen this being read on the plane that we were on this just this last weekend and i was talking to this gentleman about the book and it really does show you perfect examples of how you can properly lose weight, raising exceptional children, becoming more productive, building revolutionary companies, social movements. It really honestly embodies many things and embodies the whole idea of implementing habit into your life. It also discusses generally how humans interact with other humans and how this process of transformation works in everybody's daily life by implementing habit. So if you are interested in implementing habit into your life, definitely go check this book out, give it a read, you will not regret it. Now back to our regular schedule programming. And I feel like this podcast is honestly taking a lot of different like twists and turns. It totally is. But I don't think that what we're saying is, I think I can show how it's going to compile together and this is how. I think that the way that we look throughout every single day is if we're going to fit in the things that we prioritize, such as personal development, such as spending time alone, such as keeping up with our work and our school, you need to find something that does, that just works for you. And for me, in my perspective, it's habit. This idea of habit, it sounds like it's a single word, but it has so much meaning behind it. And it has so much different meaning behind it. And like your interpretation of habit is different than everybody else's. 100%. And so in my eyes, the whole idea of habit was literally like beat into my head when I was doing my internship my freshman year with Southwestern Advantage doing door-to-door sales in Nashville, Tennessee. This entire experience, it... I was told by the recruiter that it was going to be the most difficult thing I have done to date. So obviously I thought, 
why should not why not do it now like or why not do it while I'm young and inexperienced it's something that I feel like would benefit me in the future especially since I have so much to learn and so I decided to take the leap of faith and join this internship program which took tons and tons of preparation in sales school and driving all the way to Nashville on our own it was the first time I was really away from my parents and it was just one of those things that was just every single part of the internship was uncomfortable. I was driving my own car across the country away from my family for three months. I knew I was going to be working 12 plus hour days. I was going to be waking up early. I was going with people I did not know barely at all. Overall though, I would never change a single thing about the experience. It was absolutely incredible, but here is why. So obviously as a freshman, you are you don't know a ton and you're still figuring yourself out. And for me, I wasn't necessarily the most organized, the most detail-oriented person. I had no clue what it took to be successful, but I was already in the Zipcon Tribe program that I was in to create a startup company. So I knew that there was like cracks and crevices in my skill set. And so I went out to Nashville to go and find what it was that I was missing. In Nashville... We were tasked by the company, and this is something I'm grateful for to this day, to wake up at 5.50 in the morning and within, take, you're going to, so actually this is a serious story. We wake up at 5.50 a.m. We all jump out of bed, literally jump and run to the shower. We're racing to the shower to take a cold shower. You would think, why are you running and racing people to take a cold shower? That doesn't sound pleasant at all. It's not. But the whole idea was that you are getting out of bed, forcing yourself out of bed and doing something that was absolutely uncomfortable, but was extremely beneficial to you because obviously it's going to wake you up. So the whole idea of the cold showers, honestly, it sticks in my head like a freaking nail. Just the idea of you're doing something that you hate, but you're literally racing to do it. Like, isn't that absolutely psychotic to, to think about? Like, it's insane. But we did that and we did that every single day for three months. And so that started off in sales school, and I'm just here thinking, I'm like, what the heck? What the heck are these people doing? But we kept doing it, and we would get up, and we would be working 12-hour days. We would be doing 12 hours of sales school, and we would have to run with 20-pound-plus backpacks on our backs, running everywhere we go. It was basically kind of like boot camp, and I would not like to say it is. It was literally named sales school. But every single part of it, like I said, was just uncomfortable. But something that they were instilling us within sales school, and that's something that I encouraged the entire summer, was in the morning, we would read something inspirational, which would be a self-help book. It would be a Bible plan. It would be anything you wanted to do. But the idea was to feed your mind something positive. And so that's something that basically from this internship that I have, I've kept in my brain forever. And honestly, it seriously works. Feeding your mind something early off in the morning is just beneficial. It's going to set you up for the rest of your day and living in a life of living life with a sense of gratitude, living life with a sense of there's so much to accomplish and I can do so with a proper mindset. So that was just how we started off our days. We would go to breakfast and do the same thing. And then obviously after we were done with breakfast, we would go outside. We would do affirmations essentially or goofy little dances. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that we did this. We would do goofy dances in the parking lot of the place we ate at just to kind of set our mind straight that everything is just not so serious. Like everything is just an all in fun and we're all going to go do stuff very hard. We're going to do hard things. We're going to be out in the hot sun, walking all day, working all day, talking to people all day, getting rejected and your, the door slammed in your face all day long. 
get we have this whole attitude of going out there and being excited to do it. Now, necessarily, I'm gonna tell you this, it was not easy. Now, this entire summer, it was not easy at all. I was extremely, extremely uncomfortable, extremely upset, I was just sad. Like, I struggled with the whole idea of everything that we were doing, and but we were encouraged to really, really be strict with our schedules for just three weeks, because three weeks is what it takes to build a habit. And I can tell you that this genuinely was one of the hardest things I have ever done. But I swear to you, it was the best things I ever did for myself because now I can say I did it and I accomplished it. Regardless of what the sales outcomes were in the end, I can always say that I took home with me a proper mindset, how to be successful, and especially the power of creating your own habits. Creating that sense of consistency allows you to just learn from it. Like it allows you to make mistakes and learn from it and then implement the new lessons into the next day. It was incredible. And so this, and just at the end of it, and I swear to yourself, I had a class of maybe like 20 people who went out to Nashville that summer. And there was only four people who finished that summer. And for good reasons, it was a very difficult, it's a very difficult thing to do. It's very common for people to quit that internship, but I can just say no matter the results, I'm just glad that I finished. And I think that's something that can be implemented in so many things is as long as you finish it and you say that you could just you just try to give it your best effort. I feel like in itself, that's a win. So we hope that this podcast, we, honestly, it took a lot of different turns and twists that we honestly just kind of went off of based on what we felt like we wanted to talk about. But overall, what we talked about today was our schedules, whether it's possible to work hard and also implement fun, being uncomfortable and why it's important to be spending time by yourself and also how powerful habit is in implementing in your life and how it has really honestly helped us helped me especially with um to be where i am today and to work the jobs i am working today it seriously it honestly is so powerful and if you just check it out and try it just and so i want you guys to know that yes i believe in habits so deeply but no it's not always perfect that's totally fine but this is just has what has worked for me and this is something that I'm implementing in my life and learning. So thank you guys all for listening today. If you guys have any questions at all or have need any more recommendations on how you guys can figure out how to implement the things you value, such as fun, and also work hard at the same time, please go ahead and DM us on Instagram at Baddies Me Business Podcast. Yes, we love interacting with all of you. So please never hesitate to ask us questions. We hope you all have a great rest of your week and we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of the Baddies Mean Business Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Baddies Mean Business Podcast and follow us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify.